Hello, I'm Ben Bars, CEO of We Are Unity. Welcome to another episode of Catalyst Conversations. In this podcast, we talk about all things transformation with some of the world's most progressive and influential leaders. How do you stay relevant in a rapidly changing world? We're on a mission to find out. My guest today is certainly not afraid to roll up her sleeves. Katya Giotalis is the Director of Marketing at the global hotel group TFE Hotels. With seven brands, 10,000 rooms in over 25 cities and a three-year pandemic, she's truly mastered the art of turning lemons into lemonade. And that lemonade is currently flowing fast. The travel doors have been flung wide open and Catch is guiding her team to make hay while the sun shines, while not forgetting the lessons we've all learned along the way. One thing that always shines out for me about Catcher is how passionate she is about the human experience. You know, she says it's at the very core of what makes the hospitality industry special. Now, we really dive into that and we get into the quirky ones too, like guests who steal remote control batteries. Can you believe it? Without further ado, let's dive in. 22 years in marketing, mm-hmm. how does that come about? Why the field of marketing? Because no two days are the same, really. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I've been lucky enough to work with big uh, organisations who are on a growth trajectory and are constantly evolving and changing, yeah. particularly in hospitality, which has been the core of my experience. Yeah, right. And so, therefore, no two days are the same, right? Yeah. And um, this constant change. Yeah, right. And um, it's the change that kind of keeps me motivated and excited. Mm. Um, a lot of people would shy away from it, but I, it excites me yeah, right. um, of what comes next. So you've always been in hospitality? Uh, pretty much. I had a stint uh, after my first child, yeah. uh, decided that I wanted a break from hotels mm. and I went and worked for pure.com for four years, which was perfect while I was growing a young family. But then the call to hospitality came knocking and I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to go back. <laughs> so what's addictive about hospitality? Uh, what, what keeps pulling you in? It's just, uh, it's, um, it's around the people. Mm. People in hospitality are very passionate, mm. uh, and I'm not saying other industries are not. It's just we have this incense um, passion for for excitement and service and guests, and because it's a 24-hour global business mm. and nothing stops, right, so it's constantly changing, evolving, and um, there's always there's always another way to message something. There's always another a guest to talk to, mm. um, and with that comes um, – a new way of doing things every single time. Yeah, right. High energy, right? High pace. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can touch it. Right? I guess it's pretty tangible too. Yeah, you and, you're, and you're talking to guests who are, you know, they're either going on holidays or they're going to stay in a hotel. I mean, everyone loves staying in a hotel, right? Yeah. So it's a nice way of communicating to people. Yeah. So, so what have you seen as the big changes? Because, I mean, the last two years for you guys have just been – you know, a roller coaster mm. to say the least. And uh, the doors are finally open again. People are on planes traveling. I'm hearing yeah. a lot of stories about, you know, the industry trying to keep up, you know, whether it's the airlines or, or, or accommodation or whatever mm. it might be. Mm. Um, how are you guys feeling at the moment? Uh, we feel blessed. And we're obviously very happy that um, business is back mm. um, and we've embraced it with, with open arms. We use the downtime to get ready for it and um, most importantly focus on our teams and really make sure that that our teams were ready. It was an instant gear change, right, from zero to, to full on. Yeah. And so we hadn't hadn't experienced that before. Yeah. Um, so it was really a big focus on team, uh, making sure that we had just our 
you know, our principles aligned and, and, and we were ready to, to welcome the guests. Yeah, right. Because you've got so many brands. I mean, you yeah. know, TFE has got to be one of the largest hotel groups and um, there's so many, so much diversity to the range of brands. You've got, you know, Quincy, you've got, you know, uh, yeah. Travel Lodge, you've got um, Adina, A by Adina. We do. Vibe, Rendezvous and our collection portfolio as well. So, you know, just over 10,000 rooms worldwide. Wow. Um, across 25 cities. Or just over half the portfolio is in our Adina brand, apartment hotels, Australia, New Zealand, and also in Europe, and just recently opened in Singapore. Yeah, right. So, so with that reinvention, the A by Adina, so tell us a little bit more about that. What we identified was an opportunity at the higher end of the market in more of an upscale premium apartment style hotel where guests wanted just that little bit extra from services, amenities, facilities um, that we weren't able to offer in an Adena um, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we can build a beautiful hotel, beautifully designed in a flagship um, location. Yeah. Uh, Sydney and Canberra currently, um, but it's really our people to be able to um, execute the uh, the experience. Yeah, the people are such a big part of it, aren't they? And uh, quite often you see brand and culture being designed in isolation. Um, you know, how, how do you guys do it differently? Well, I mean, if you really think about what is hospitality, hospitality is, is people. Mm-hmm. At its core, it always has been or always really will be. As I said, you can build a beautiful hotel, you know, your brand can can um, communicate beautifully, uh, great campaigns, but at the end of the day when the guest steps into the hotel, the first point of contact they have is with our people from start to end. And um, whilst our guests understand that their needs are going to be met, you know, because that's what this, they've chosen to stay at that hotel. It's up to our teams now to exceed it. Yeah. And um, that's where they get a, a much uh, more intuitive understanding of, of who the guests are and be able to deliver over above and beyond. So from an expansion perspective, mm-hmm. lots of new things happening. Obviously, it's been a great period of reinvention and uh, and hopefully now some, some real growth for you and the team at TFE. Tell us a little bit about what's happening there. Yeah, um, look, we're absolutely... Um, ready to go with uh, A by Adina having opened Canberra, Sydney. Um, there would be more in the pipeline um, to expand that uh, brand globally. Guests have responded very well to that new positioning of, of A by Adina mm-hmm. in the Adina group. Um, we opened Quincy in Melbourne, so that's our, our Far East joint venture partners brand out of Singapore uh, and very much made that, um, you know, iconic in Melbourne around positioning it as a Southeast Asian flair um, right in the heart of Melbourne. So something extremely different uh, wow. there for Melbourne. Um, and with Collection Hotels, having just announced a new Collection Hotel in Surrey Hills, mm-hmm. um, uh, that will open in a, in a, in a couple of years. Um, the Collection portfolio is, is expanding. Um, off the back of, again, we were talking about um, guests wanting just just that meaningful experiential style stay. Uh, and not not particularly aligning to a core hotel brand that gives you X Y Z and some points, yeah. um, and that's uh, and we've, we're finding that um, the collection portfolio is performing very very well um, wow. post 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 COVID. So, what's special about the collection hotel? What's different about that? Well, they're individually branded, um, mm. and uh, so again, 
from start to finish, it is the brand of that hotel, whether that be Carlisle in Brisbane mm. or Britomar in Auckland, mm -hmm. two examples, and likewise collection, the new collection property here at Surrey Hills will be too. Um, they're bespoke, independently branded, operated by a global hotel group, TFE, but front and centre as far as uh, communication, it is the hotel brand. Quick question about group. So we've got a lot of group uh, clients out there, um, you know, you know, big businesses with lots of sub-brands and there's this constant conversation with marketing around where do you put the energy in the individual mm -hmm. brands? Do you invest in the group brand? You know, what's TFE's view on, on you know, individual brands versus investing in the group? Yeah. Uh, our, our view is that if a customer or a guest is um, – choosing to stay at a hotel, branded hotel, um, they're choosing to engage with us at a brand level. Um, um, we believe that's the best uh, uh, best fit for communication. Um, and of course, the guest also has that comfort of knowing that that brand is part of a group portfolio um, that is uh, global, um, that has been around for a while um, and is successful across the range of, you know, from premium uh, luxury down to sort of mid-scale um, brands. Um, so I guess it gives that comfort there that they that they know. But guest facing, it is a hotel brand. Yeah, right. That the, uh, the equity there really you know, stands to the front. And Absolutely. What about, what about for your people? Um, you know, do they feel they're working for each individual brand, or are they working for TFE? Interestingly, no. They they believe they well they are. We're all working for TFE. Um, and I guess when they walk onto let's call it the stage of you know front of house of the hotel. They take on the persona of the brand. Inherently, uh, who do you work for? I work for TFE Hotels. They feel very strongly towards the group and we, we encourage that obviously because that gives them the opportunity to cross-brand. Mm. Um, I mean, sometimes they could work in two brands in one day between hotels around the corner from each other, wow. switching uniforms and off they go. So, I mean, they're the benefits of working for for a group uh, like TFE Hotels. Yeah, right. So a lot of diversity for the employee experience. Absolutely. Yeah, very powerful. And one of the things that the team was excited about working with you on was the uh, EVP and the employer brand mm -hmm. uh, for TFE Find More. What's Find More all about? Yeah, so we, that was Find More was probably articulated in, uh, four years ago mm -hmm. um, and through the, I mean, the great work that we did together was really just trying to figure out we knew who we were, but it wasn't articulated. And that came through and Find More was is our employer brand. And really at the core of it, it's about empowerment. It's about uh, a team member, our employees, um, you know, being curious enough to kind of steer their own career path the way that they want it. Uh, again, with the pace and the growth of our business, there's tremendous opportunity um, uh, for for our teams to be to, to write their own their own career story. And um, coming back to empowerment, not only with uh, their careers, uh, with their with their work and balance and their families, um, but also with the guest. And it gives them that confidence to understand that Find More is backing them to have that empowerment um, with a guest. Mm, yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know, it's been tough the last few years. And I think people are really looking to be part of something meaningful, uh, something with purpose. So I guess, you know, Find More really helps to amplify the opportunity behind that. It does. And it unites them. It unites our team members, whether they're in corporate office or um you know, out uh, out in the hotels, um, it unites them with that common common vision, and everyone's level playing field, right? So we we and we, we absolutely we're not hierarchical. You know, we're 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 
very much a team um, and each individual supported that way. Um, you know, little things like being on a first name basis with your general manager mm. may seem unusual if you're not in industry, but uh, there is some hierarchy in the ranks in, a, in big, big hotel chains, having worked in them mm-hmm. uh, many, many years ago. But this whole first name basis, um, you can call your GM their first name, means that, um, yeah, we're all in it together. Mm. And um, it gives our teams, you know, just that um, that confidence just to bring themselves to work and it's it's okay to be you at work. Let's talk about you a little bit more. Um, one of our researchers told us that um, you, you recently went on a, a women in leadership course. Oh. Um, what was that all about? Yeah, so that was uh, um, t- TFE, um, executive team, uh, appointed um, some scholarships to select few of us. I was one of the fortunate recipients. Uh, and um, it was really around um, sort of getting uh, executive ready, if you will, um, and just uh, an opportunity to be surrounded by, um, you know, women from all of, all other industries and undertake the, uh, the Women in Leadership course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you, I was a little mm, not sure uh, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Once I got into it, um, I got a tremendous, I got tremendous value out of it, and and I guess the biggest part was again being surrounded by like-minded women um, who, who also had similar challenges in you know in the workforce, whether it be being a parent in the work in the workforce or um, you know passionate about the career their career and make wanting to make it work uh, um, from not for profit to corporate government. So it was a real eye opener, mm. um, but the biggest part of it was just to teach you the work, the you know, to find your worth, um, and really rest on your on your values to guide you. And um, I think for me, I, I've always been quite commercially minded with courses and you know career progression. So uh, the course actually taught went, went a little deeper, <laughs> which which <laughs> which surprised me. But it was it was very beneficial. Yeah, right. So why why are we cynical up front? Is there something you've heard about leadership development courses? Or <laughs> I, I guess I didn't I didn't understand. I probably didn't have any clear understanding of what I would get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I've been often mostly commercially minded um, the way I approach my work, the way I approach my career. And so. Um, what it did, what it did teach me personally and open my eyes to was just uncovering um, your values and how values play a big part in leadership mm-hmm. um, and how important that is. And I, and I guess really for me, it was a shining light on that point where, you know, I always knew I, I had that, my own values, et cetera, but I hadn't realized how much of a part they do play in, uh, in leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, it certainly has benefited me in the last couple of years. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, for everybody, leadership's really been tested over the last few years, uh, especially when you've got to do it remotely as well. Certainly. Um, you know, leading through a camera sometimes. I mean, it's uh, it's not 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 the easiest of tasks at all. And in you know, and we're all in the same boat. But this idea of daily showing up, you know, when there's so much going on in the world, but everyone had to turn those cameras on and just show up, be present, yeah, and continue. Um, was was hard on on many on many people, and and I would agree. I think the leaders took the, you know, had to keep the teams motivated. Yeah. Um, 
And so there was a lot of soul searching over that time. Yes. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. For you, for you and for everybody in the country Absolutely. You know, and around the world, actually. I mean, yeah. you know, establishing chemistry and building energy through a camera, that's a tough, you know, on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> but look, you know, just keen on um, key takeaways. What, what was the most impactful thing for you that you've you sort of applied as a leader uh, since the course and, 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 you know, in terms of learnings through the pandemic too? Well, I think through – I mean, if I think about the course, a lot of it um, – and it wasn't something I typically was very open to, and that's seeking feedback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I often had mentors say to me, you know, you really need to seek feedback because you'll be surprised. And, of course, everyone has a fear of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the funny thing was I was constantly telling my team, seek feedback, seek feedback. Mm-hmm. And so I, it gave me the confidence to say, okay, give me the feedback. Now now tell me. And um, actually it was it was a it's a very positive experience um it can be very uncomfortable but um we have a very um we have a we have a bit of a working uh, way of working in our in our marketing team um where each quarter we do reflection and we seek feedback and we look back and we celebrate the wins and we kind of call out where you know things could have gone better mm-hmm. and it just really becomes all part of reflection so a lot of that um I think is be, is beneficial not only to me to, but but to my team. That's great. And what's changed uh, in the way that I lead uh, through the pandemic uh, was because there was so much stop start. Mm. We had different markets open, hotels were open, hotels were closed, some cities in lockdown, some not. So we were constantly having to kind of pivot and look around. Okay, where are we going to focus? So a really big part of. Um, the way that we changed changed the way we worked as a team. So instead of being in silos as specialists, you know, the CRM team or the e-commerce team or the digital team, um, we actually just blended and just became one big team and a daily stand-up in the morning to understand, okay, what's a priority for today, mm-hmm. this week and the next quarter mm-hmm. and run a, um, a far more um, agile approach to our work mm-hmm. because you know, marketing plans out the window, campaigns out the window. Is, is, nothing was, nothing was possible. But mm. there were markets open, like Perth, mm-hmm. where people were travelling whilst we were in lockdown, but had to support those markets. So, um, that was that was the approach. And what what that actually um, the benefit of that is the collaboration cross team now is phenomenal. You know, there is so much communication going on because. Each each team is aware of um, each each other's role that they play, you know, in any part of of what we need to execute um, in supporting the hotels or in developing a brand, and um, and so there was some some real positives that actually came out of it. That's fantastic. It's um, it's interesting, isn't it? It's always a crisis that tends to <laughs> sort of you know put the barriers away, put the differences away, and and people sort of unite a lot more, don't they? But it sounds like you sustained. A little bit more of that unity. We have. Uh, how have you done that? Because I, I know a lot of organisations are, are really trying to get that right. Um, yeah. Any any advice there? Well, actually, I, I keep asking the team, do you want to keep working this way? Yes, we do. Um, it's interesting for them. It's challenging for them. You know, we still have a daily morning coffee call at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we're in the office or not, yep. it's every morning at 10 o'clock we are all on the call. And whether we're talking about what you watched on Netflix over the weekend or if you, if, you, if your particular sporting team won mm-hmm. or the next global campaign, mm-hmm. um, the point is that we're together and we're showing up yeah. and and we're collaborating and talking, communicating. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot more coming out of the, the the bond, the relationship of the team across the team, and you know your point around feedback earlier. I mean, it's yeah. such a powerful way to build trust, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's just building that muscle around how to respond to it and and and, and soak it up. Uh, <laughs> you know, but that comes with practice, I imagine. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Here we are, role modelling. And how do you manage your own energy? You know, everybody is tired. I mean, yeah. it's been a big few years, and you know, so much chopping and changing, strategy changing. Um, doesn't matter what industry you're in, everybody's been in the in the same storm. Um, how do you maintain your own energy? Um, I guess from a from a work perspective, I could just I just know there's just amazing days to come, mm-hmm. uh, and you know I've got this sort of little fire in my belly that I know I, I can I know what's coming. It's really exciting, and want to go get it. Yeah. So that sort of keeps me going from an energy point of view. Oh, look, I um, I have two young children to keep me on my toes, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm I'm pretty busy. Uh, with work and and life mm-hmm. in general. How do you balance that? Um, great support mm-hmm. from my family mm-hmm. and my husband. We you know we share the load, particularly with this drop off of school in the morning, and it's just a common understanding of you know priorities, who's got what, who needs who needs help, and and we, we can call on it. So yeah, uh, a tremendous. Uh, we 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 have tremendous support with our families. Yeah, that's lucky. Um, I know, but a lot's changed, right? So yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> And what about your team? I mean, in the way they work, you know, a lot of companies are struggling with what's the right amount of time for people to be in the office, mm. to be at home, are people making decisions based on their individual needs or on the team's needs? How, how do you guys guide the way your team works? Uh, well, TFE's taken the approach that it's leader-led mm-hmm. and um, I feel very fortunate that there's not some, you know, directive coming top-down where you must, you must. Um, so it's whatever works for your team. So um, in consultation with the team, I said, look, uh, we all agree that flexibility is um, is super important and I can see um, the tremendous output that the team have been able to have given flexibility Mm -hmm. but also just enriching their lives you know being able to go to the school assembly Mm -hmm. without having to take you know time off or being able to do what you need to do go for a walk during the day go and get a coffee whatever it might be Mm -hmm. so we agreed as a team that we would have one day in the office collaboration day so it's no meetings other than meetings with each other yep so we have a big team meeting every wednesday and then the rest of the time is for catch-ups feedback signing off looking creative whatever it might be and then one other day in the office for cross collaboration with other teams or just if you wanted to work in the office it's up to you and like you said right a lot more human yeah exactly Uh, (laughs) so that's great it's a lot more balanced We've got a few uh, rapid-fire questions for you. Um, So um, just feel free to, you know, blurt out what comes to mind. Um, (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not. Yeah, indeed. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Right now? Santorini. Santorini. Absolutely. Okay. Why Santorini? I hear Italy's just packed. It's busy. It's bustling. Is it... No, really? I'm, I'm I'm all for going to Santorini in Greece. I'm happy with that. Uh, just sit on the cliff, just chill out, yeah, look at right. the view. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Okay, Santorini it is. How do you deal with negative reviews of hotels? Our frontline teams and our general managers are the ones, uh, to be honest, that are, are managing that on a day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously look at um, overarching themes mm-hmm. and 
from a from a brand point of view, are able to to see where there are gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we use it constructively, and um, it, you know we can implement you know changes or you know change in the experience or an addition to something that might alleviate it, but to support the the teams on the ground, they're the ones dealing with it day to day. Are more people having affairs in hotels than ever before? Oh God, no comment on that one. <laughs> Um, everybody knows somebody who takes home toiletries. Curious to know, <laughs> wh- what do people take home most and why? Um, well, so here's the thing. We've moved to bulk amenities sort of. So these, we have the big shampoos bolted onto the um, – Onto the what do you call it? Onto the into the sh- onto the shower in yep. the shower. So pretty hard for people to take them. <laughs> remote controls, maybe. <laughs> people, no, people, yeah, really. People do think that remote that remote's going to work. Is that right? Yeah. I actually heard that the remote controls have the most uh, out of any part of a hotel room. They're the bits that need cleaning the most. Is Oof. that true? Yeah. Look. Oh, no comment. They do get cleaned. Of course, they do get cleaned. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But you know what people love taking the batteries out of the remote. Is that right? Gosh. There you go. Whatever it takes. Who's been the greatest teacher in your life? The person the strongest person coming to mind would be my dad. Mm-hmm. Um he like he, he grew up with very hard working parents, mm-hmm. you know, he worked my mum worked full time, my dad worked a couple of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um and the, the the thing that he always said to me and my brother was just you can do it whatever mm-hmm. it is just you can do it mm-hmm. uh, don't let anything get in your way just uh, and um, I think for a first generation you know Italian migrant coming to Australia mm-hmm. that was um, not your typical thinking mm-hmm. and so uh, he was he always encouraged us do your best obviously there was a lot of pressure to do your best but uh, yeah. I, Probably my dad. Yeah, right. Real motivational words, huh? Yeah. Go get them. Just go get them. Yeah. Now, Italian, Greek heritage, big foodie? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if I was coming to your house for dinner, what what would I expect? My husband does a really great um, suvla, so Uh that is uh, spit. Right. Um, And it's a very big tradition at Easter Mm -hmm. with lamb, pork, chicken, and it sits there for hours just spinning, so... You're welcome anytime. Beautiful. Yes, no. <laughs> Careful if you offer that, I'll be around in no time. Um, what's the best bit of advice you've been given and why? I know I touched on it before, but mm-hmm. it was seek feedback. Mm-hmm. Probably because I'll be honest, I am quite skeptical sometimes. I didn't think it was a important thing. Mm-hmm. But now that it's, it is it's so ingrained in everything that I do or the way I lead, uh, lead my teams. I can see the benefit of it. So much energy and effort that goes into giving feedback and how yeah. to how to give it, but actually a, a lot of it starts with asking for it first. And I guess that notion of role modelling. Um, you know, I'm open to it. Yeah. Um, you know, let me have it. You so. can give me a feedback later, Ben. Catcher, <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very informative and interesting conversation. Thank you so much. We, uh, you. you know, I mean, it's clear that there's been a, a huge amount of work done to date. Um, with you and the team at uh, at TFE and there's so much to come uh, with the vision for the business so thank you for sharing um, and uh, joining us on Catalyst Conversations thank you very much thanks for having me that's all for today's episode if you found the conversation as valuable as I did please rate review and share it with others in your community I genuinely believe the guests we have on this show provide some unique wisdom and valuable insight into our rapidly changing world so if your organization's facing transformation, we'd love to hear from you. 
feel free to get in touch and head over to weareunity.com for more about game-changing work. Until next time, keep growing and keep contributing.